G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. Let's turn our attention today to manhood. Do you remember the 1970s, Camille, when one of the hottest songs on the charts was called Macho, Macho Man? And people were talking about manhood and the image of men working out at the gym and doing all sorts of things that perceptions were that this is what a real man is. As we turn our attention to a biblical idea of manhood, I know you like to use that term macho, which may be a hangover from the 1970s. I'm not sure it's used as much today as what it was then. But when we talk about manhood, how does this word macho fit in with you? Well, Neil, we're in an age of redefinition, and it is important that people are speaking the same language. When you say, be a man, what will that mean to the hearer? Because there's a good chance what you mean by it is not the same as what they're picking up. It's not just in this topic. It's in many topics. Even when you talk about being a Christian, I find I constantly have to define what I mean by Christian because my definition may not be the definition of someone else. But if I'm the speaker, the key is, and I urge all my listeners to do this, When you talk to someone on an important topic, always define your key term. Don't assume that the listener is thinking the same thing as you. Back to the word macho. I actually found a definition. It comes from the Portuguese language or the Spanish language, the Mexican Spanish. And it's talking about vigorous masculinity. Actually, it's talking about aggressive, prideful even attempted to be violent and abusive masculinity. This is not a virtue. It may look good on the Hollywood screen, but it is a disaster in human relationships. Is there a challenge here for Christian men as to who they choose as role models? Of course, we need to choose the right role models. We have not been helped by Hollywood We have not been helped by the advertising industry. After all, it's the advertising industry that gave us the Marlboro Man, almost as if to say, if you want to be seen as a man, light up a Marlboro. Of course, that's ridiculous. In fact, even the Marlboro Man had to give up smoking because he contracted uh, lung cancer. So forget the image, spin, and spoke, and mirrors. We need to derive from the Word of God what it means to be a man. And I hope the ladies are listening carefully because most all of you ladies have men in your lives. Hopefully you'll get some insight into what makes men tick. And despite outward shows of strength, many men are incredibly insecure. This has to be conquered if we're going to make progress in the Christian life. Is this something we have to continually redefine, even generation to generation? Well, I'm not sure about continually redefine, but it's certainly being 
a godly man, a real man from the full sense of the word biblically, is something we need to role model from generation to generation. Redefinition, not necessarily, but the role modeling, absolutely for sure. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.